When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, welcome to the Donna and Steve show on my talk, 1071, everything entertainment. Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson, along with producer Don McClain. Uh, we got a jam-packed show, Donna. We, we do have indeed. all sorts of fun to get to. It's a Tuesday. If you've listened to the Donna and Steve experience long enough, you know that 11.30, hour three, if you listen on the podcast, we do confessions on Tuesdays. Our question today is this. What's the worst gift you've ever received? We, we've done this before. I think we did it last time, maybe a year or two ago. Gets also, you can be anonymous. You can be anonymous. We, yeah, won't, we won't say your yeah. name. Or who gave it to you. Uh, we, we've shared the story of the, the jewelry box that my sister received before. I have a story about something that my, um, my sister-in-law got for Lou and I, and, mm. um, and then we did not use it for the intended purpose. Mm. I will tell you that much. Ooh, can't so wait. we'll get into that. That's at 1130. We've got the College of Pop Culture Knowledge today at 1030. And, uh, and we are going to cancel Demi Lovato coming up at 930 today. <laughs> That's all we can tell you right now. We'll tell you why later. That comes oh, up at 9.30. Um, hey, but you know, last night, sort of unceremoniously, I guess, blink and you missed it, one of the longest runs ever in television history came to a close as Mark Harmon had his final episode on NCIS after 18 years. That is amazing. 18 years. Think about how quickly that goes by, too. I watched Mark Harmon, you know, in the days when he was people's sexiest man alive, like in the 80s. He was um, on St. Elsewhere. He played Dr. Robert Caldwell, I believe. He was also on um, West Wing. Oh, really? Yeah, he's had a really great television career. Really great. He's Good got for a, him. He should retire. I mean, they say it's a $100 million net worth. I don't know. I mean, I, th- I think he was making north of $10 million per episode there uh, in the later stages of his career. I think $525,000 an episode. Uh, wow. So that'd be $10 million plus per season. Um, yeah, I guess he, this was his decision, too. It's not like he got whacked by Shonda Rhimes. He decided uh-huh. this. He came into the 18th season. I guess if you're an NCIS fan... He was in some sort of a cliffhanger situation, season 18, oh. uh, season finale. And then it turns out he survived, but then last night, I'll let you watch it if you haven't watched it, but he decided that uh, moving forward with the show was just no longer in the cards for him. So he said he'd come back, do a few, and uh, but he's still the executive or an executive producer on the show. 
So he probably stands to make a whole lot more money. I don't know. Does NCIS go away? I've never seen that show. Is it like Law and Order? Could you do it forever? Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. a procedural. Just... And a lot of it's ripped from the headlines. Yeah. Oh, NCIS is too, huh? Yeah, I think they just take similar stories that we we are aware of. What does NCIS stand for? Great question. Naval? Hang it's on. The, oh, so it's a... You know, I don't watch a lot of these kind of shows. No, me either. Okay, let me I, see. Oh. Uh, Naval Criminal Investigative Service. Oh, I see. So it's specifically a military. As you can see, I've never watched even one Neither. Episode. I don't think oh, any of us have. have I watched have. This. No, I watched one episode because a friend of mine uh, played a dead body. Nice. Oh, right? Yeah. Very exciting. First gig in L.A. You know, I don't want to steal this story. But? But I was a an actor in the show. And it's, I don't know if you guys remember this show, <laughs> in the original CSI. Yeah. Crime scene investigation. I was um, an actor. I'll take your questions. Okay. Uh, were you a day player? <laughs> Thank you for your courage in asking that, Don. Um, uh-huh. So I you did... paid the minimum rate. How dare you use the M word? you know. I did accept a, a, an aggressive rate, I think, if you were the production company. It was whatever the, the scale was that day for background <laughs> actors. And there was a time when I was in an operating room in the background of a scene, and then right before was it having a laughing fit. And you want to talk about a way to get fired quick oh, from a set is if you're a background actor and you're yeah. having a laughing fit. You're one of the stars. This is great. It's going to make the blooper reel. We'll show it at the holiday party. Yeah. You're a background actor. Get back in your car. Go back to Azusa, <laughs> California. We don't need you anymore. And but give we us got that it together. Pass. <laughs> That's exactly right. What were yeah. you laughing about? Can you remember? I remember that I was in there, uh, in this room. We were like near an operating table, something acting doctory in the background. Oh, you were a doctor. Maybe a re- I don't know. What is it? What are the younger ones called? Like a, a resident? A, maybe it was a resident. Okay, you had scrubs on. And yeah, there was. I think I had like a, a lab jacket on, like a white lab jacket situation. Oh. And then I was in there with a funny, very funny person who just said it was saying all sorts of stuff and was just making the day really fun. And then he said something that just really tickled me, and then I started uh, laughing. But who is the star of speaking of well-paid stars of CBS dramas? Mark Harmon, and then who was the original guy on CSI? Remember, gray hair, beardy guy. Yeah. Oh, oh, that guy, uh, Maloney? Maloney, Christopher, Christopher. Maloney. Not, no, he's yeah. in a different show, Law and Order. He's uh, got Bel- the really Richard good glutes. Belzer? No, he didn't have a beard. Uh, Richard Belzer. Wow, look at how fast a. St- this guy probably like his name would have been known by everyone for a ten-year stretch. Yeah. Oh, now you, we don't you're not talking about the redhead guy. Oh, no, I'm thinking of NYPD. Blue. This is great. Yeah. Listen to Eric us. William Peterson. William Peterson. Yes. He played Gil Grissom yep. on CSI. He he was there, and I remember how much was taking place, and we were just waiting around the set, and then you're waiting for so long, and they're getting everything set. The lighting, the the yeah. blocking behind you. Then they have the stand-ins there. Mm-hmm. I've been terrible. one of those. You've been a stand-in? Ooh, yeah, for oh, that's Elfman. Oh, yep. my gosh. So that's so exciting. And then finally, all of this stuff. I mean, it's like an hour goes by to set up this one scene. And then at the very last second, here comes William Peterson, Gil Grissom for CSI. Stands in there, does a couple takes. All right, that's a wrap. We're good here. Moving on. And then he just goes back to his trailer. It is a really interesting... It sounds so boring. It's an it's just an interesting process to watch play out. I don't think it would be the most exhilarating way to act if right. you're an actor. Even uh, you know taking television production uh, courses where we had to put on TV shows in college, 
It just takes forever, even on that level. I think it's really good for people who are wanting to be actors and they have never had any experience about the way a set works. Because then you get to learn. Yeah, you're just standing there getting lights focused on you. And then you step out. But you get to hear and see everything and you absorb it in so that when you do get a part where you speak, you don't look like a complete idiot. Plus, what is more exciting than you you go in from the outside? I know we're up against the clock here. You go in from the outside of this is that I believe at Universal uh, Studios, I believe is where CSI was shot. And it's just so bright in California, sunshiny outside. And then you walk into the darkness of backstage here on one of these many big sound stages. And it's and then you just realize this is where television is made. People watching all across the country. And this is where it's created. There's a magic to that that I just find really mesmerizing. Yes. You, oh, that's so And now that's sweet. why you're an entertainment reporter. Who, me? Yes, Quinn. When we come back, uh, we have got some things that'll make you go, huh? I tell you what, this is legitimately, I found something out fascinating about, you know that DJ Steve Aoki? Aoki? Mm-hmm. Okay, you'd recognize him if you saw him. Um, he can DJ as much or as little as he wants to because he is going to be loaded at some point. I'll explain what he is the heir to. Um, also, a fun fact about, you know, the Bill Weather song, Ain't No Sunshine, and we always make fun of the I know, I know, I know, I know. And it's 26 times in a row that that happens. I'll tell you where he wrote that, why he wanted to change it, and who convinced him not to. Those are other fun things you don't need to know, but you'll be happy you do when Woo! we come back. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk. Good morning. Welcome back. Thank you for listening to the Donna and Steve Show on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Every day, Steve comes with a pocket full of fun facts. We call it this. I got a pocket full of fun facts. Wonder if we should be redoing that song oh, by Natasha Bedingfield. We can. Make, make Rocco sing it. Yeah, just because we like everything. to, we like to envision him alone in his recording studio, really leaning into the microphone. Maybe, like, yes. Oh, I could imagine. That's great. I want to see him create some of the stuff he yeah, creates. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll be deemed by, uh, joined by DJ Rock Lobster rather at ten o'clock. All right, here's something on DJ Steve Aoki or Aoki, who was most recently seen in Vegas uh, DJing with the still heavyweight champion of the world Tyson Fury. Remember, we were talking about that yes. big boxing match. So Tyson Fury wins, goes 11 rounds with the uh, Deontay Wilder, I believe it is. And they are just beating the heck out of each other. And then he goes and parties that night in Vegas to a packed house. Tyson Fury goes up, starts to DJ right alongside DJ uh, Steve Aoki. He, Steve Aoki, is the heir to the Benihana restaurant franchise. Oh, wow. What? That's cool. Isn't that cool wouldn't it be fun to just have a job that you really enjoy and be an heir to something right because you don't really have to worry about failure if no, your like, parents are willing to give you some money oh steve hey man uh dj steve aoki <laughs> have you been djing a lot this year is it kind of slow because the pandemic yeah it's slow are you worried not at all because um i own benihana all right, see you, man. That's it. Hey, can you get us uh, in? Just close the restaurant down and just do a special one for my family. Just one onion ring volcano. Yeah. DJ Steve Aoki, is that okay or no? That's the one where they make the stuff in front of you. Oh, I love it. Hibachi oh, girl. Donna, is it? I have an idea. Nope. 
Yes, queen. Oh. Here's the idea. Yes, queen. Do I have to throw an egg in my hat? Uh, not necessarily. But how about this? <laughs> Coming up, um, you know, later this fall, um, in November, I'm going to be leaving Twin Cities Live. Not sure if you heard. And many people have warned me that this is a very bad decision. But still, the decision's <laughs> been made, and I will have some time in the afternoon. How about you, me, and millennial Hannah? Go yeah, to no, like, well, Don, 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 you can do Don. No, listen, anyone who wants to come, it's just you already work multiple shifts. I now always want you to just go home. No. Okay, listen, you, me, Don, millennial Hannah, and DJ Rock Lobster go to a Benihana. Okay. Millennial Hannah records all of it. Yeah. Maybe we talked to Benihana beforehand because there are situations where you can help. Okay. And so maybe we get you. Behind there. Behind the hot grill. Serving yeah. us up some shrimps. And she's flinging some shrimp into like our chef hats that yeah. we're wearing for novelty purposes. <laughs> and then it's going to the table two doors down. <laughs> yep. Who's got like a real strong guy, shrimp allergy. Yep. Guy gets it in the eye. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. I get sued. Sounds Oh, my fun. gosh. The Don and Steve <laughs> show goes to Benihana. I would uh, love right? to do that. If it's on a Wednesday, it's right after I record the podcast oh! with Kenny. Well, then Kenny's Fine. coming, too. Oh, Kenny we'll make... doesn't live here. Oh. oh, that's right. Yeah, Kenny is out of state. Well, this is unfortunate because I just asked him for two chunks of black walnut wood. What is your problem? <laughs> Why would you ask for something so specific? Because I'm looking for something for an art project. Oh. Excuse me? You don't know me. What, is she going to carve a wooden bear or something for her <laughs> front yard? It is You know that bear I'm, will look whack, too. I'm just looking for a chunk of wood that I can slice up and put on the wall in my bedroom at the cabin. Are oh. you going to slice it? Don't worry about it. She's going to get her neighbor to do it. <laughs> up at the cabin. She's going to do some wood art. Yep. That's really cute. I like the Thanks, idea. Thanks, Don. Just don't use that diseased wood you've got outside <laughs> with the box elder bug <laughs> trails. Uh, emerald ash borer. Emerald it disintegrates. Ash you walk have by any it. Ash trees at the cabin. I don't know where you got those because I stole some of her wood one time, Steve. Okay. Uh, I went camping and there was no wood to buy in the area, so I just went oh. over to Donna's cabin and stole some <laughs> of her wood. And I'm like, did you know that these have? No, and I burn them all the time. Well, and I shouldn't have taken uh, them out of the uh, area. But it's no, good if you burn it, though, right? Same area. Well, and the thing is, maybe it wasn't dried out yet. Okay. Maybe it wasn't dry enough. Uh, I don't know. I'm a rule breaker. Yeah. Sorry. And then Donna goes, why didn't you just go into my cabin? You know where the key is? Yeah. Because <laughs> I was yeah, camping. Just- Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Go in. Dawn went camping all by herself. I do that all the time. That is really brave. Really? Yes. In a tent? Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. that's brave. I wouldn't do that in my own backyard. Oh my gosh! Okay, I'm also not a big fan. What about some more fun facts? I'm also not a fan of camping outside. Like I, I thought like, oh, the kids would like it if we camped in the backyard, but we have coyotes. Exactly, deer. Deer. You could get stepped on. Yeah, you ever seen when when animals attack? The very first episode. Remember when that buck beat the tar out of that guy? Hoofed him hard. Yeah, there's a squirrel situation out there. (laughs) Snakes. Yeah, I know. Foxes. Part of the fun, guys. Get adventurous. You're, well, you come from like an area where people eat squirrel and roadkill. Oh my god! Like you know where in this like, day and age. Lives? <laughs> yeah, where is he? By the way, he, he, we can't say. Let's it's an undisclosed it. location. All right, you could tell me off the air. And I don't I'll... even know. Oh, legitimately, I don't know. Huh? He doesn't tell anyone. Hmm. Bill Withers wrote "Ain't No Sunshine." <laughs> when he was working at a factory making toilet seats for airplanes. And this is good to hear. Okay. He intended to write more lyrics for that part where he repeats, and I know, I know, I know, I know, and we've counted. It's 26 times in a row. Yeah, yeah. it's annoying. He <laughs> wanted to change it, but other musicians told him to leave it. That's actually they're makes trying to me, sabotage him. It sounds like it. It makes me feel better about Bill Withers because. You can't come to a writer's room the next day and say, <laughs> I had a breakthrough last night, guys. Really, Bill? What is it? Let's hear it. And then repeat, I know, 26 yeah. times It in sounds a row. like something a little kid would do just to annoy, you know, mom I and thought, dad. I thought you were going to say he had too many toilets to make that day, so he just had to, you know, that's it. <laughs> that's, all. that's all I Nail got. Nail it in. Out of time. What could he do? Dawn, Steve really wants to hear about that movie, The Lamb. Oh, sure. That okay. you watched. Because maybe our listeners didn't hear about it, but I'm very intrigued. <laughs> okay, so we'll have your review coming up next on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Yeah, we're back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Producer Dawn McLean hangs with us for our first hour every day as well. I wonder who the weirdest one of the three of us is based on this story that Dawn's about to tell us about. Oh. I think, depending on the day. I think it's Dawn. Yeah, Dawn's (laughs) like more genuinely, uh, disturbingly weird, I think. Oh, wow, thank you. Very original. Mine's like a wacky weird... Donna's is a... She was cryogenically frozen. (laughs) She's in the wrong era weird. Dawn's is different, though. What's up with this... Thing called the lamb. Oh, it's just called lamb. Oh, lamb. Oh, just lamb. lamb. Oh, this is from A24, the production company. I love A24. They always put out interesting, uh, independent type of films that that you're not going to see. Yes, it's Brad Pitt's uh, studio or his uh, his project. He's a part of it. He has partners. Uh, So, lamb is I saw the trailer for this a while ago, and it was so interesting. It starts off with a couple of farmers. There isn't... I don't think there's any dialogue at all. Oh! Um, And then, you know, they are farming sheep, and then there is a sheep birth, and then they look down, and they are shocked. 
the next shot is them the the mother sort of running through the field with the lamb child dressed in clothes. What? Okay. Okay. So, wait, wait, so, human mother? The human mother, yes. Two okay. humans. Okay, so this is, I went to see it at the Alamo, my favorite theater. Oh, sure. Yes. It's a great spot. On Sunday, we were so excited to see it because it seemed so weird. So it's so such a beautiful mu- movie because it was shot in Iceland. So it's a very stark landscape with just these beautiful mountains and these valleys. Okay. Uh, and And then... It's really, I think, for the first third of the movie, maybe one page of dialogue or maybe about four lines. So you can't really be, I would warn people, if you're impatient, if you have ADHD, you might not like this movie. Okay, I'm intrigued because I love farm animals. Okay. And I'm, I mean, they're putting this thing in a, in a, Baby carriage, baby crib, the crib, yes, uh, taking care of it. So it's really mysterious because, um, they do a lot of it's really great storytelling because they don't they do not tell you about the history of these two people you just figure it out through action so it's like a lot of show don't tell you know what I mean? Which is what you want to do in a script. It's so much better to show people than telling them and giving them an info dump like you know, well, we haven't been lucky in childbearing, you know sure <laughs> so oh, so wow. you get the idea that they have a sad past. So whenever this baby lamb is born and they're so shocked, you're not sure. Mm-mm. They start raising it inside and you're not sure if it's just the wife, just the the mother that sees the lamb as a human. Yeah, and she's or, yeah. and the husband just goes along with it because at first he's kind of like I don't know. Um and then you're not sure so then they're both on board with it. Then you're not sure if it's really a lamb or if it's really a child and it's just a delusion that they're having. Maybe it's some magical, mystical thing from the mountains. Uh, A third person enters the story who is the husband's brother. And he completely rejects the total idea at first. Like, you can't. This isn't right. This is yeah, I like right. I like that guy. Okay, that guy is like, uh-uh, no, this is weird. This is weird. So you kind of question yourself the whole time. Yes, Don, it looks like you have a yes, question. Yes, I have so many thoughts and questions. It, what it sounds like to me is a woman who's either suffering from a loss and trying to deal with it by stealing this, this sheep's baby mm-hmm. and raising it because it's right. the first baby maybe after something terrible happened to her mm. or a failed pregnancy. Mm. And she... Because they have lots of sheep. They, they sure must do. have seen lots well, of lambs born. And there are real life lamb births in this movie. These actors learned how to reach up in there and get it out. And I, uh, well, I haven't done that with a lamb, but I have done it with a cow wow. before. Where you've reached inside of them to help pull the calf yes, out? Yeah. Wowzers. There's yeah. got to be some kind of uh, metaphor I, for this, you know, a sacrificial it's lamb. Great. Yes, yes, Donna. Keep yeah, going with yeah. that. Oh, jeez. Donna. Be, Donna, come back to me. So to the, the Bible or something. Yeah, yes, yeah. yes, yes. So there's this whole thing about, like, I think the overall theme is um, what... What is the price that you would pay for happiness? Because it's beautiful dialogue. There are probably maybe 10 pages of dialogue in the whole movie, which is an hour and a half, which technically every page is a minute in your mm. script. So it should be 130 pages, but it's actually probably 10. 
Wow. Um, so hmm. they really do a great job. I mean, they work a lot of poetry and storytelling in, so the dialogue is really beautiful. And then there are times that are just so bizarre, you're like, what am I seeing right now? Yeah, like for instance, um, if you're having trouble imagining this, wherever you're listening, a minute and five seconds into the trailer, which I will, against my own judgment, <laughs> link this up. She is looking at a lamb who is wearing a, 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 a head flowery thing, yeah. like a flower. Mm-hmm. What's that called? A crown of flowers. The mm-hmm. crown of flowers. And a, appears to be wearing a pretty nice jacket. <laughs> And a nice uh, Norwegian sweater. Yeah, yes, like yes. the the style of this lamb. You put a human head on this lamb, and you're like that. That's a well dressed person. That's like a J Crew catalog. <laughs> yes. Now, but then you fast forward a little bit in this trailer, Donna, and there's a point where the mother of the lamb. Yeah, yeah. Is turns and screams at the mother. Go away. Yeah. At the mother lamb the who's looking lamb. at her through, like, the real lamb. Who's like, so hey, sad. bitch, give me my baby back. Uh-huh. Yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, I there's a lot of stuff back, that happens back. with that. Chilies. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's so bizarre. Now, Dawn, what I'm reading here is in the description. They discover a strange and unnatural newborn in their sheep barn. What was unnatural? You don't have to give it away, but... I mean, it's just the lamb. So did they not... Why is it unnatural? Well, that's your... And thing. strange. That's why you... Sh- that's you. It's up for you to decide whether or not they're just seeing this as a child or if it's a lamb. And then... This is going to win The brother awards. comes into... Yes, it's beautiful. The brother comes into the picture and there's all kinds of drama with him. I mean, there is a point where I was like, God, this is bizarre because he's a rocker. He's a musician. And so they have... He like comes and goes from the family. He's... He's, you know, kind of a vagabond type guy. Got it. They have his old drum set in the barn, and they start cleaning out the barn. He goes, wait a minute. He's like, and he gets on the drum set, and he's like playing the drums, like hardcore rock drums, and the lamb is standing there jamming to it. And I was like, what is happening? This is great. All right, this is bizarre. I, did, I will say, though, the soundtrack, you know, I'm a sucker for soundtracks. Oh, ominous. The, the soundtrack's pretty good. I'll play a little bit of it right here. Yeah. That poor mom. But that, that poor, poor mama mom. sheep. Yeah, it's that's sad. Um, so I want to say that you will know by the end of the movie whether or not the lamb is just a lamb or if it's actually not a lamb. You got to tell me. No. During the commercial break, you have to tell me. No. I can't watch this movie. <laughs> oh my gosh, I it? love it. The, you were like. The ending has a WTF moment. Oh, really? No, yes. done. What? It's so good. Just uh, go see it. And you have to be patient because there aren't a lot of words. But how it long is, is this? Uh, an hour and a half. All right. That's at least I, Or 146. Sorry. You know what this reminds me of a little bit? And I find it very disturbing. You saw the movie The Lighthouse. Yes, I loved it. And the woman basically steals another woman's baby. Yeah. And it's funny because depending on who you're watching it with, you've got one person going, well, she's already got three kids. Why? You know, and Wait it's a like, minute. you can't just steal some lady's baby. Wait a minute. The the lighthouse is Will, Willem Dafoe. Oh, no, and not that Robert one. Pattinson. And that was good, a, too. That was good, too. There's a mermaid with a vagina. OK, not that yeah. one. I yet. tuned out. 
And then I came back in with the trigger word. Okay, which one? What are you talking this about? This is then? the one with the woman who's married to Daniel Craig. Her name, I love playing this game. Our oh, boss yeah. loves when we do this oh, too. Yeah. Well, we'll, um, we'll uh, figure it out. Her name is um, Rachel Weiss. Oh. And she's in this, and she's living at a lighthouse with her husband who takes this gig. Okay. It's not as far back in time as the lighthouse okay. with Willem Dafoe. And they try to have a baby and it doesn't work. How long ago was it? Mm. Is it the lobster? Is it the constant gardener? Nope. The fountain. Willem Dafoe. No. No, no. Disobedience. You sure it's Willem Dafoe? No, Willem Dafoe is in the lighthouse. Oh, he's in. Now I went down that wrong rabbit. The light between oceans. Is that what it's called? Yes. The light between oceans from. I don't know. I've never seen it. Oh, it's from 2016. It, it's a really good movie. Oh, it's I like a period this. piece. No. Yeah. It's a, the guy's a World War I veteran who maintains this lighthouse. Oh, wow. Um, with his wife, who's okay. desperate to have a baby. And then her prayers are answered when something happens and this baby shows up. Lovely. So, Donna, you might, you might like that. You might like that, yeah. But yeah. I really highly recommend Lamb. It's going to win Best Foreign Film. Yeah. And maybe possibly be in the running for other things. Like Best Picture. Yeah. It's Steve, you're going to have FOMO. Strange. I don't know. What if we watched it together? No, I don't want to do this. We could watch it no. right here at work together. No, 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 no. You know what? Here's how I'll watch it. Okay? Okay, I'm listening. So is it available on streaming, Don? Not yet. I don't know. I don't think so. Here's how we'll watch it. Something that I proposed uh, last week at, uh, in the Twin Cities live office. So you know what would be fun? We watch a movie together, but in 10-minute increments. 10 minutes. All right, everybody, turn around from your computers. Somebody pulls it up. You watch 10 minutes. Stop it at 10 even. All right, tomorrow, the next 10 minutes. Not this is going to be like the book club. It's going to take us two years <laughs> to get through it. By the way, the read-along. Yeah, thank yes, you. Not Hashtag is not a book club. <laughs> well, well, well. Uh, all right, we'll think about it. Quickly, we're canceling Demi Lovato. Sort of. She believes that we should stop using the offensive term. You think you know where this story is going. You don't. We should stop calling extraterrestrials aliens because it's offensive. I'm all done here. Yeah. I have nothing else to add to this. Okay. I just, I just feel like I'm getting a lot of uh, Demi with this alien thing. She's having these encounters in Joshua Tree. She's California sober. I don't. I'm just gonna call oh, them aliens. Yeah. Well, I I'm think gonna call them aliens because if you look up alien, it basically says like a strange and um oh, foreign, foreign, you know, whatever. Um, it just means strange or foreign, and so I think she's taking it like from when pe- foreigners you, were called aliens. And okay. she says that's offensive. They should be called ETs. They don't care. How about this? They don't this? even know what offensiveness is. You know what's strange and foreign? An extraterrestrial would be strange and foreign. Yeah. Right? It is. Yes. Uh, I, yeah, this is where I draw the line. They would call us aliens if we went to their planet. Exactly. They'd be like, yeah, welcome home. <laughs> and they'd probably just kill us immediately, I think. I don't know. Maybe it's. I don't know if it's going to play out like ET or one of those sci-fi movies. I don't know who wins in the end. It's probably robots. We don't even get to aliens. Right. There is a documentary she's hosting with her sister and friend. Yes, it's about aliens. Yeah, I was oh, going to watch it, but <laughs> it's uh, called Unidentified on uh, Peacock. 
Steve, watch it. No. Okay, then watch watch Lamb. I'll much rather watch Lamb. Wow. Okay. That. I mean, both are weird, but. All right, we gotta go. When we come back. Speaking of weird. Squid Game continues to take over. Has it infiltrated Toy Story? If you see something, say something next. We're back again. It's Donna and Steve on my talk, 1071 Everything Entertainment. Let's talk Squid Game. Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. So there's this um, Toronto-based video content creator who specializes in cinematography, 3D animation. His name is Mark Canatero. And he just posted on Instagram a very disturbing but very creative reenactment of red light, green light. I've not heard this yet, but it looks really cool. It's really, really funny. And um, he, so he created this uh, based on the popularity of Squid Game, which is mm-hmm. on Netflix. And so you've got Woody, you've got bunny rabbits all running in a field. There's oh, there's a point where Bo Peep catches Woody by like the string and with her cane, <laughs> with her little sheep cane thing, and then he's hanging. It's yeah. reminiscent of the the scene of Red Light Green Light from right. Squid Game. And then you've got uh, we won't give away the ending, but it's very funny. Cute. We've got uh, Mr. Potato Head. Can we listen dinosaur. to it? Yeah. I've got is it, it right okay? Here. Is there yeah. any language it's, in it? I I hope not. <laughs> well, we'll, we'll find, find out. out. We will find out. Here we go. <laughs> Code red. Freak baby, freak freak baby. Red light, green light. Tell me when you're ready to go. (laughs) And then it's oh, that's a great reveal. So good. I'll get this linked up. I mean, and then you've got like a water gun shooting at all. I guess it's a water gun or a Nerf gun or something. Yeah, I think it's a Nerf gun. And that punk neighbor from the first movie makes an appearance. Yeah, it's very funny. <laughs> it. No, don't give oh, it away. Sorry. Too late. It's really great. Sorry. <laughs> so I um, uh, saw that. Thought you guys would like it. And it's funny because I had just posted on Instagram last night. So we have this. I mean, I have two daughters, so we have like a bunch of dolls around the house. Mm-hmm. So the other day we're pulling in, and one of the dolls was out in the garage, and I looked at it, and I was like, "Oh shoot!" <laughs> and then I said to Lou. Red light. <laughs> and then she told me yesterday, I have not looked at this doll the same since you said that. And so I posted a video that you can see on my Instagram at KSTP Steve of our encounter with the doll. Um, Ew. Oh, yeah. Go check it out, Donna. I and then am. I will play a little audio for you to hear. Ew. First of yeah, all, she's so it took about a week ago. This was just one of the many cute dolls that my daughters have around the house. Then we saw Squid Game. Red light. <laughs> I'm gonna have to burn this doll. I mean, we got to get rid of it. Yeah, we got to get rid of like it. The doll. Did she have a she lot looks of dolls like the doll. where, like, you would she wouldn't notice if it was gone? You know, like the, the hamster that you replaced. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, yeah, maybe. 
That looks like a specific doll from a specific thing, they like do an have... anime or something. Yeah, they're making more of these. Oh gosh, what are they called? They, with these, they really big eyes on uh, these dolls. LOL um, surprise. Um, maybe. Oh. Yes. It's not an LOL surprise, but it's similar to those kind of big eyes. Yeah, yeah. big eye situation. Not like brats. Not like brats. Well, I mean, not really brats. Big eyes. Yeah. Okay, but similar to that, oh like the gosh. size of the eyes. It does look a lot like it. Yeah. Like little bangs and everything. I know. John, you might be ex- uh, excited to hear this story. Okay. Um, the Korean Cultural Center is going to be hosting a real-life Squid Game event in Abu Dhabi. Abu Dhabi. That will attempt to recreate. What do you mean? They're go- without the killing, of course. Okay. I'm like, are you talking about North Korea? Because that sounds more like <laughs> their style. Well, it's what they're going to do is have players compete for customized green tracksuits oh! inspired by the series. Um, and, uh, yeah, and you just get to go out there and play. And and not be killed. You will not be killed. You'll just be eliminated. Okay. I guess. I didn't realize they Mm -hmm. spent 10 years trying to get this show off the ground. Really? Yeah. Yeah, they, they had been rejected as too implausible, and then Netflix stepped in, and they gambled... On, according to this story, on the world being dark enough to appreciate the show, oh. and man, were and they now right. they go off oh, pandemic. They're they're it's dark enough. Yeah, you can get dark. the full tracksuit on Amazon.com. Oh, is that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there, I think we're gonna see a lot of trick or treaters. Yeah, I think you're right. The older kids, yes. you know, like the older kids who are out there. If you see a child in a Squid Game uniform. That's not a great sign, I don't think. <laughs> Especially for the parents. Or some Donna, of the controllers. Yeah, which is a great, great outfit. Yeah, I mean, it's it a is. really cool costume. That's easy to do because you just get some red sweats. Just get some red sweats. Yeah. Um, and a black like mask. The, the, the guy, the, the creator, like the game maker, the, the, the head guy, Ooh, the front yeah. man, front man, his mask is so cool looking. Yeah, you could, uh, if you had a 3D printer that was really large, you could make yeah. one of those for yourself. Ooh. Donna, you sure you don't want to get back in? Come on, man. It's so great. It's it's just like it really makes you question, like, morally, what would you do? We all need that right now. Uh, Maybe I'll watch it when things settle down. Put your shopping cart back where it should be in the Mm. parking lot, you know? I try to do that now. Good. Good. That's a moral choice that everyone should make. Yeah. I agree. Even if it's far away. Yeah. Listen, I got the solution for you with that. Which is stop foolishly trying to park near the front of the building. Yeah. Always park near the cart That's return. That's what I do. Always. For sure. And guess what? There are all sorts of cart returns everywhere. So just park near a cart return. Okay, Boy, Steve. and are we not our laziest when it comes to entering a store? You will find people in yoga pants having just completed some sort of high intensity interval training, and then they will loop. Multiple times they will serpentine through, <laughs> yeah, just trying to get closer. Yes. Just yeah. get your steps in, you lazy American. Yeah, I agree. Especially when the weather's nice. I get it when it's really cold. You kind of want to, you know, you know, lighten up the 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 cold load. Well said. Thanks, Steve. <laughs> you got it, ma'am. Uh, hey, listener rewards for the month of October. You can enter to win 
round trip airfare from MSP to Asheville, North Carolina, which is beautiful on Sun Country Airlines, who we love. We've got Ray-Ban sunglasses from Shopco Optical. We've got tickets to what the Constitution means to me at the Guthrie. All sorts of stuff, Stevie Boy. Yeah, you can find it uh, on the app if you don't already have the app. Download it today. You can also go to mytalk1071.com and check out our listener rewards there. When we come back, we will let Dawn off. DJ Rock Lobster comes in. Uh, CBS Sunday Morning did a nice piece on Olivia Rodrigo. Dawn, I got to see that. We'll hear what she learned about the hit sensation. And uh, a bad day for Smash Mouth over the weekend. Real, real bad. Talk about it next time.